What's up, everybody? It's Keefe. Happy New Year. Time for another edition of the Weekly Ritual, Ghost Cult's new show right here all over the web. Seem to be having some technical difficulties. It's a day that ends in Y, so of course we are. Why would it go well or smoothly? Oh, still wear my uh, spectacles for my work day. I'm tired, but I'm glad to be here. Uh, rocking another round with y'all. Feel free to join and do all the things. I see Brooklyn Misses here already making my life always a good time. Brooklyn Miss, I hope you're having a fantastic new year. Thanks for being here. Not sure we're live on Instagram. Not sure what the problem is. Let's give it one more try. <clears throat> Let's see what happens. I'm going to give it one more chance. Yeah, thanks for bearing with me. Let's give it one more try. Get the good old Instagram. It worked last week. StreamYard, I love you, and I'm really trying my best. Give me a break. Help me out. <clears throat> All right. Go, go, go. Oh, looks like it might be working. All right. Let's do this, Brutus. Hey, I think we just showed up on the gram. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks for bearing with that. There's technical difficulties. This is the weekly ritual. Happy New Year, everybody. This is our weekly rock and metal live stream all over the web, just about everywhere. Uh, I will interact with you. The best experience for this is Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, X, but we're also on TikTok. If you give us a super thanks or a super chat or some kind of donation, your requests go to the top in terms of asking me questions. But, of course, at the same time, I will probably answer those questions anyway. And I'm going to take a sip of my liquid death and then dispense with the pleasantries and get to it. Culticon is here on the gram. I am also following on my other Kefi account, so thanks for being here. I hope everybody had a safe and enjoyable New Year's. These are very tough times the holidays. So if you're you having any trouble or struggling, uh, you know, my heart goes out to you. Our DMs are always open. If you got a legitimate problem and you have nowhere to turn, we try to be there for people. So moving along, we have the deck open. Andy Moss Beast is here. What up, Gabe? Happy New Year. Great. Glad to see you. So as usual, Happy New Year. We sent this message out to everybody. Uh, beginning in January, Brand new year, all kinds of possibilities, all things open, lots of news, lots of announcements, kicking it. We're going to share a lot of stuff tonight, so we're going to get to it. Always the announcements. Now, housekeeping the show, once again, this show and probably all the shows in the near future are dedicated to Sonia Ramos, Sonia Shredder on Instagram, Guitar Luthier to Metal Bands, Battling Stage 4 Cancer, there's a GoFundMe. Uh, you know, we send we send our our you know best wishes out to Sonia for 
the best positive outcome for her recovery. And this money is needed for her medical care. So as much as we would like a super chat or a super thanks, I'd almost rather you send that money over to her. So thank you. All right, doing the thing. Also, also features coming up this week at Ghost Cult, but also some, we always start with some of the rough news. Uh, once again, it, uh, we have a newsletter that we send out once a week, which is a recap. This show is on it. Our New Music Friday list is on it. All our interviews for the week are on it and some major, major stories. There was so much huge news that hit it this week, like right at New Year's. All these things developed in the music world. We didn't even, I hope we even got to them all. Um, I might've even left out a couple, but um, yeah, wild, wild stuff. We're also on Twitch. If you happen to be a Twitch person, definitely give us a follow over there. We appreciate it. I got multiple cameras going here, so I'm going to try to give my focus and then occasionally check. Uh, we do... Except for TikTok and IG, I think I can pull all the comments into my dashboard here on StreamYard. Definitely my favorite. Karina Kelly is here. Hi, Karina. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. This is our Rock and Metal News show. So we're on all the socials, as you know, Threads, X, Blue Sky, all the things. We have a newsletter. Also, we have a Discord and a Reddit if you want to just skip all those things and just show up and get a feed of stuff right to your door, right to your phone, right to your devices, and skip the social media experience that people don't seem to like anymore, go for it. Go for it. And follow us there. Uh, just some uh, housekeeping. You know, we uh, wrapped up 2023 with our album of the year countdown. Our number one album for 2023 was Black Braids, Black Braid 2, very controversial Apparently, nobody else had them as their number one, maybe a couple of uh, smaller websites, but no website as big as ours had them at number one. So I find that super interesting. Normally, um, these things are a popularity contest and mainstream bands get picked. That's been the case with our, us for more or less 11 years, except for Carcass and Behemoth, who use still pretty mainstream bands. They're not as underground as they used to be. And uh, yep. Uh, also, also we had some vote, our staff blogs and staff picks were rolled out, uh, might be a couple more. I'm still trying to get mine out the door, uh, in terms of my whole list, but there's a partial list online. You'll be able to check it out in a second. Also, we had some guest posts, some, some people from across the music industry and the music world, our homie Corey from God Forbid and uh, Disciples of Verity gave us his list. Sam from Frozen Soul. Uh, Andrew Stout of Epirion Bound. Uh, so many cool bands joined up with us and gave us their list. So it's really cool if you want to check out what your favorite artists are listening to. We have some of those. I think next year we'll do a fan vote. Uh, and as we started to incorporate last year, birthdays this week, there was probably a couple we missed. But uh, Scott Ian turned 60 on New Year's Eve, and he had a baller party in Los Angeles with a ton of metal stars, Gary Holt and his former bandmate John Bush and Jerry Cantrell, and they just jammed a bunch of covers and ate cake and had a good time. Brooklyn Misses just popped up on the gram. A lot of cool people showing up here on TikTok. Good to see you. Cheers. Having my convicted melon liquid depth. Still an affiliate partner, but not sponsoring this show. And also, uh, 
Poppy's birthday is New Year's Day. A couple of other people's birthdays uh, turn at the start of the year. Frank Turner's birthday was right before New Year's. Um, I, there's a story with a boarded coming up. Uh, Sven de Kalwi, uh, Sven Show, uh, Dr. Gorgrine there from aborted. His birthday is also today. And, um, you know, of course, we can't let today go by. It is also it would have been the birthday of Phil Lynette from Thin Lizzy, but also uh, one of our heroes, the big the big green man, Peter Steele of Typo Negative, would have been 62 today. Uh, you know, still hard to believe that he's gone 10 years. But uh, Pete Steele, uh, it was a nice tribute put out to him by Typo Negative on their pages, as well as Typo Negative band members like Johnny Kelly. And, uh, you know, we always remember Peter. Uh, we're trying to remember people how they lived much more than, you know, that they're gone. It's, it's you know, sad that they're gone, but it's important to honor them for what they did when they were here. It's, it's a kind of my vibe going into this year. All righty. Uh, you know, there, there's just been a wave of uh, passings just to start the year. Uh, Tony Iommi shared that his guitar luthier, John Diggins passed away. Uh, I've been building Iomi's guitars from, you know, the, his whole career, basically, except the original SG that he had and uh, passed away. Uh, just very sad. Also, also, you probably know this guy, Tom Wilkinson, from uh, many, many movies and television shows. This is infamously his scene in Batman Begins opposite Christian Bale. When he throws, he's like, I could shoot you in this bar right here. And it's a power you could never understand. And you always fear what you don't understand. Tom Wilkinson, the genius bad guy of uh, one of the bad guys of the first Batman movie. Uh, rest in, in power there, Tom Wilkinson. Many, many roles. Um, Morning Store Heresy is here. My vinyl offering is here. It's good to see people filling up on the gram. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, Mickey Cottrell, another great actor. Uh, well, you know, well known. He worked in the in the acting industry, I guess, the entertainment industry. But he also was in Star Trek and uh, a bunch of things. Uh, he was so full of life, says his sister. Seventy nine, uh, just kind of died suddenly. So very sad. Very sad. And uh, this is a real rough one. 41 years old. This is Bram Inscore, who's basically the band leader for Beck. And he's a songwriter and producer for uh, Troy Sivan and BTS. He died at 41 years old. I don't know the details. Super sad. We get these things out of the way quickly and then move on to some other stuff. Again, when you get asked what your goals are for the new year, you're even, lady, I don't need to know where I am half the time. What are you kidding me? Uh, infamous scene from the diner in Dogma. So moving on to features this week at Ghost Cult. Uh, we have been very fortunate in 11 years at Ghost Cult to interview bands before they were famous. Greta Van Fleet, infamously. Uh, another band you might have heard of, Blacktop Mojo's got a new album coming out next year. They are already kind of rising and they're going to be huge. And this is Dirty Honey. Their new album or recent album, Can't Find the Breaks, came out last fall. We interviewed uh, Justin and Jaden. They were awesome uh, for two young guys, very well practiced and comfortable doing an interview, talked about the band, and they are about to kick off. I think we have the tour poster coming up. They have some tour dates coming up soon. 
So this is a real fun interview. And then the interview that got everybody clutching their pearls. This is great. I got, this is Helmet. And I got to interview, Helmet's one of my favorite bands ever. No shit. Just grew up watching them in New York City back in the day before they were famous. And loved them the whole way. And except for a little hiatus between 97, 98, and 2004, they've pretty much been a band the whole way. Paige Hamilton is a musical genius. He's been ripped off by many bands. And I did like an uh, almost an hour interview with him. He broke down the new album, Left, that came out on Ear Music in the fall, track by track. Very politically charged album. And I talked about a many fellers. 1281 is here. And I talked about a many, many things with uh, him. And uh, just weirdly... Weirdly, Blabbermouth chose to uh, pick up the, you know, he dropped some bombs on MAGA and Trump. And that's what Blabbermouth ran with. And the comments were bananas, just off the hook, attacking Paige, attacking me. Uh, listen, if you don't agree with somebody, you don't like somebody, that's cool. If your flex is like, who? You're whack. You, you, Google exists. Your cell phone exists. Everybody's got the internet at this point. You know who Helmet is. You know who Paige Hamilton is. You don't have to like what he believes in, but you can't deny the guy's a legend of heavy metal. Um, you know, but people want to people and uh, shit on him. It's like you don't really understand what the fuck you're talking about if you shit on this guy. You really don't. But we appreciate the traffic, so keep the hateful comments coming. We appreciate the clicks. Thank you. And thanks to Blabbermouth for picking up. They don't run every single interview we do, so I feel lucky when they pick up one of our things. All right. This interview with Paige will also be a podcast. This show will be a podcast over on the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. I was doing some maintenance over the holiday, just making sure we're still in places we're supposed to be. So in addition to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the all the big ones, we're also on Amazon Podcasts iHeartRadio, we're in all the places. So if you would prefer to watch this as a podcast, go check it out. Danny Boy 94 is here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for liking the live. Danny Boy, appreciate you. You are watching our weekly Rock and Metal News live show. Feel free to drop a question, drop a comment, uh, you know. And if you like what we do, like and subscribe. Uh, I was also recently a guest on the latest episode of the Heavy Business Podcast. We help support that podcast. Uh, I was a guest. If you've got a band or a brand, I gave you a five-point plan with a secret extra six-point on what to do, how to strategize, plan, and execute your, your brand or your band for 2024. These are essential free music industry advice I used to teach and train bands on social media and release strategy. I've done some publicity for bands as well as my own bands for years and years. So for real. Oh, yep. That's uh, my iron. Thank you, uh, Danny boy. That's my Iron Maiden, the trooper flag. That's actually a flag. There's also a little flag action right behind me. You can't see on TikTok, but if you're watching somewhere else, you can see I have a little testament brotherhood of the snake flag, a Capra flag. Capra sent me killer band Capra. Uh, what else? What else? Also, a brand new podcast that was just launched that we like also related Metal Council from uh, aspiring lawyer and metal musician Sophia Frost and Curtis Dewar. 
also friend to the show. Um, going to tackle legal issues for your band, all the legal things you need to work out, which I think is we get into uh, in ever increasingly litigious times. People like to sue each other like crazy. So definitely it's going to be an essential podcast as time goes on. Radio Kairos is here. Hello, Radio Kairos. Thank you for being here on the gram. Pearson Ken is here, my homeboy, my friend, my peer, my comrade in arms. Pearson Ken, go follow Piercing Metal NYC and piercingmetal.com for all your needs of where where metal and pop culture or geek culture collide, right, Ken? Something like that. Sorry, I got the tag wrong there. Uh, I'm extremely tired. I've been up since 4.30. Uh, anyway, also, also, because I don't have enough to do, I am the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, Beer Metal and Swearing, Vinyl Nerdism, Heavy Metal, Some Metal News, some fun stuff. Uh, we are finishing our series this week on DRI. This is live everywhere you listen to podcasts right now. It's also going to be on YouTube tonight. And we're finishing our series on DRI. We're going to do a chaser next week. Um, just to usually we, we intercut these series with a small middle episode to break it up. And then we're doing a brand new series on Slayer. That's right. We're going to do Slayer. I'm really pumped that we're going to analyze, unbox, and uh, I got most of it, Lol. Thanks, Ken. I, uh, I'm i super stoked to do a run on Slayer, especially the early albums that I don't think are appreciated quite enough. All right. We have like uh, 20, almost 20 people watching. It's pretty cool. Also, also, just to remind you, we uh, concluded our annual advertising sale, but you can always buy advertising from us. You can sponsor our YouTube videos. Uh, I would love for someone to step up and sponsor us on YouTube. That would be really cool. Uh, hey, Skippy Lewis, we don't really do co-hosts. Uh, Brooklyn Mr. the party is on IG, but I keep getting booted. Oh, no, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why. Uh, I had trouble getting on to IG tonight, and I... I made it work. God damn it. I made it work. Um, but yeah, in addition to, you know, sponsoring our videos or maybe buying some ads from us, we are part of the brand new Lamb Goat Media Network. And that is a collection of websites uh, where we're all joining our collective forces to amplify the power of our brands for bands. So definitely hit up Lamb Goat Media. They actually did a cool thing this week where they uh, Goat Throne Records is here. What's up, Goat Throne? Good to see you. They did a thing this week on. They did a thing this week where they grabbed up all the partner websites' album of the year lists and shared them. So I thought that was really cool, really really cool. Uh, just a shout out to our affiliate partner, Sticker Mule. If you've got a band or a brand and you need custom die cut stickers, Sticker Mule should be your one stop shop for everything. We have an affiliate deal with them, but also we use Sticker Mule. I would not rep them if we didn't trust them and like their products. We have bought stickers from them, coasters, buttons, magnets, padded mailers. They also do posters and shirts now. And if you sign up with our link in the description or in our link tree, you get $10 off your first order, and we get $10 off our next order. So really cool. Sticker Mule, man. Sticker Mule is the way to go. Check them out. This is just funny, you know, coming back from the holiday. I don't know if anybody else experienced this. Just, just drinking the not-in-the-mood-to-work juice, man. That's me. 
Uh, Lizard King Promotions is here right on time. Hang out, Lizard King. You're gonna you're you're gonna get a shout out in about five minutes. I was waiting for you to show up, Lizard King. I was really hoping you would. So the news roundup, and we start as we do every week with the major music festivals, things that got announced, things that are coming up. Uh, sometimes they're underground, sometimes they're mainstream. So stay tuned. We're going to rattle off a bunch right now. All right. Of how it feels going into a festival, how it feels leaving, you know, when you see this meme, you know what time it is. You've been summoned. Uh, probably the most realistic satanic ritual I have ever seen in a movie. You know, a lot of uh, horror movies try to like Satan. Eh. But um, what was the mo the Dean Koontz movie where the kid... Uh, you know, does a ritual, does something bad to himself, and then comes back from the dead. I'm going to forget it now, but that was like the most realistic one ever. Devil's Hour here. Yep. Uh, you know, it's already tomorrow. It's already Friday in the rest of the world. Uh, it's about to be Friday on the East Coast, and it's dinner time here on the West Coast. But we try to do these now consistently right about this time every week. So glad to know it. Um. So Blue Ridge Rock Fest, man, what a disaster. You know, this was one of the big stories of 2023. Uh, they claimed that it was canceled due to weather, and they did have some terrible weather. But really, the problem is the festivals run badly. And we've covered it a few times. And it's it's already kind of like in the best case scenario, it would be a difficult festival to attend. Right? And we're not here to bag on anything. We were privileged to go cover it. They always have a, a tremendous lineup. But they always seem to have problems every year, four or five years of this thing, four years of this thing, where it's a disaster for bands and fans every time. So what's the value? What's the point? Michael Yeager is here, or Michael Yeager. What's the point of going to the festival if it's going to get, like, you know, shut down or mismanaged badly every year? So they canceled the festival because 200 people on the crew walked out because they were being treated bad on top of the bad weather. So, and listen, like bad weather is a thing. Uh, Persistence EDM is here. What's up? You know, bad weather is a thing. It's uncontrollable. Rock and ring and rock and park every summer in Germany have lightning storms that usually invariably shut the festival down. Uh, Muddy Roots in Tennessee is an awesome festival we've covered. They get a lot of rain. Download gets a ton of rain every year in England. June in England. Rain. Am I right, Lizard King, or am I right? Like, you know, these things are going to happen. But they definitely canceled the festival before they because it was run poorly. And so they made a statement on the right hand, if you're watching this on the streamer. That was their statement right after the weekend. Like, we're working on this. We heard your concerns. We're going to get refunds out. We're really sorry. And then nothing since September. Radio silence. They're being investigated by the state of Virginia. There's uh, obviously tons of people who, if you didn't get your money back from your bank or your credit card company, you're probably shit out of luck. So they put up a statement that they're waiting to collect on their insurance for the festival so they can make payouts. But, like, it, it's, you know, it flew in. Drownload, exactly. They flew in under the radar. And also Vakken had like historic rain this year. And, you know, uh, we had a guy out there trying to cover the festival and he couldn't even get in. So like, I understand I'm sensitive. 
that, you know, bad weather happens and it's not the festival's fault. But like what happens when bad weather happens is your responsibility. Taking care of your fans is your responsibility. Supporting the bands and artists and giving them everything they need is your responsibility. This is very weak. This is a weak answer. And uh, I don't want you to leave our stream, but I highly recommend the vlog and podcast of Tank the Tech here on YouTube and elsewhere, his podcast. He is a tour manager, and he was tour managing Electric Callboy, who did get to play, and he will tell you what it's like from the band and the backstage point of view and why it was so badly done. So just letting you know. Just letting you know. All right. Uh, this is a lot of fun. This is not imminent. I don't want to get you excited, but... Uh, you know, the Osbournes have their podcast back. Uh, Ozzy, Sharon, Jack, Kelly, they get together. They chop it up. They're up to like almost 20 episodes. I don't think their show is ever coming back, but it's nice to hear them reminisce, talk about, talk shit, talk about stuff. And so Ozzy, they were talking about music festivals and, and uh, Jack and Kelly were saying how incredible, like they don't even like Coachella. They like Stagecoach, which is like the country music version of Coachella. And then Ozzy asked Sharon, like, do you think we could ever bring back OzFest as a traveling, not a one-off, because they did that a few times. Could we bring OzFest back the way it was at the beginning? So I threw up these two posters of two OzFests in particular that I went to. 98, which was my my second and favorite. Uh, also, OzFest 97 was bananas. Uh, and OzFest 2000, which was also insane. Look at these crazy lineups. I'm going to, like, rattle these off for a second. Um, yeah, this is nuts. Uh, Ozfest 98, Ozzy, Tool, Megadeth, Limp Bizkit, Soulfly, Motorhead on the second stage closing. Seven Dust, Coal Chamber, Life of Agony with Whitfield Crane as the singer back then. Incubus, Melvins, Snot, Kilgore, Monster Voodoo Machine, Ultra Spank, who I absolutely loved, and a few others. Uh, Ozfest 98 was infamous for Snot. Um, Lynn straight jumped out of the giant limp biscuit, had like a 30 foot toilet bowl that they came out of. And I think uh, DJ lethal was like spinning on top of the toilet bowl. And then, uh, Lynn straight from snot rest in peace, climbed out of the toilet bowl naked and then streaked through the stage and through the grounds and cops were chasing him for like a straight mile. And they finally arrested him. And then he, they were like, what's your name, son? He didn't have, you know, obviously he was naked, no wallet, nothing. He told them his name was David Bustain. So I think that's a great story. I love telling that story. But Ozfest 98 was amazing. And Ozfest 2000 was almost equally amazing. Ozzy, Soulfly, Pantera, Godsmack, Kitty, Disturbed. These are before these bands are big. Before Kitty, Disturbed, Godsmack. Before Incubus was bit huge. Uh, Static X, Methods of Mayhem, P.O.D., Queens of the Stone Age. Chevelle, Slaves on Dope, Taproot. These second stage bands are incredible. Pitch Shifter, Propane, Pump Jack, uh, Reveille, who is a totally overlooked new metal band from Boston. Great band. Uh, Crazy Town. Oh, Crazy Town. Uh, Hello Waits 85 is here. Good to see you, Hello Waits. Uh, my other podcast is about to do a whole series on Slayer in a couple of weeks. Deadlights, also underrated. And I think. Primer 55, who I also was quite a fan of. So, I mean, no, these are tremendous lineups. So Ozzy asked Sharon, do you think we could ever bring it back? And once again, Sharon echoed a statement she made a couple of months ago. I think Kelly also was like, oh, you know, like the greedy managers, because we had some 
you know, they thought we had millions of dollars to secure these things. Now I'll tell you, Ozfest had less corporate um, sponsorship than, let's say, Mayhem Fest or Warp Tour. Vans Warp Tour obviously sponsored by Vans. Mayhem Fest was sponsored by Rockstar. Uh, there used to be a company called Colcock Whiskey that's out of business now that used to sponsor Mayhem Fest. And basically, just to let you know, in case you don't know, when you have a giant festival like this or any festival and you're touring or tour, there's a, the key sponsor secures the top band, the money for the top band. So when Rockstar Energy Drink sponsored Mayhem Fest, they would put up like a million dollars and that would pay for your top two or three bands, System of a Down, Slayer, and the third band. And then other sponsors would come in and the other bands would also get their money from that. And then money the tour or the festival tour took in, that pays for the rest of the tour. But, you know, that's kind of how this works. And Ozfest made it on the strength of Ozzy's name. They always had sponsors, but it was never as big as those other ones. Um, so I think they would, and they did try to come back and do the free Ozfest, but you know, you were like selling your life away to these brands like Best Buy and uh, Coors Light and things and Bud Light. And then, uh, yeah, it was wild, but these were incredible. And I know that, you know, again, Ozzy has said he would really love to come back and tour a little bit or do some festivals or something. I don't even know that Ozzy could like do a tour, even if he was just like making a token appearance and not performing with a band. I don't know. Touring is really hard. I've said this before. I'd love to see Ozfest come back. Mayhem Fest was supposed to make a comeback by now. It was a heavy rumor about a year and a half ago. It's one of the few things we missed on. We don't do a lot of rumors, but Mayhem Fest was supposed to make a comeback by now, and they have not, which is a shame. All right. It's a long time on that story, so I'm going to move it along. Okay. Uh, also, also coming up, this is pretty epic where this is coming up in a couple of weeks. So we'll be talking about this. This is planet desert rock in Las Vegas, January 25th and 27th, it's right around Nam. So if you're in, uh, Southern California for Nam, you can jump over to Vegas right after it for this space, space slug, Brant Bjork trio guys in a hundred bands, Fatso Jetson. Freedom Hawk, I love those bands. Scorpion Child, back from hiatus, kind of, or, you know, whatever. Spiral Arms, Paracho, Beastmaker, Black Elephant, Warlung, Sun Crow, Meza, Sonolith, Flames of Durga. Durga. Flames of Durga. I don't think I know them, but very cool. We should be going out there to cover that. I think our dude, Wayne Edwards, is going to go cover that. Very exciting stuff out in the desert. Also, also going to try to blast through these. Fortress Fest has added Trypticon and a bunch of other bands. I believe Sylvain has dropped out. Might be still on this flyer. I'm not sure. Um, I think I had a more extensive list of those bands, but okay. That's how it goes. Also, also, once again, Prophecy Fest next Labor Day in a cave in Germany. Paradise Lost, Trypticon, Arthur Brown, just in the woods, crazy. Days of our lives. I, I'd love to go to this sometime. Seems seems hard, though. All right. Oh, kicked out. I was just kicked out of Instagram on my other device. Crazy. You had to join on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, all right. Glad you got it. Thanks, Brooklyn Miss. I really appreciate you. Thanks for being here. 
thanks to everybody who's here. All right. Uh, let's see if I share the video. Nope. Whatever. Too many. Spinning too many plates. Right? Reveille was dope. People didn't know how to say their name. I heard people call them Revile. Reveille. They were really underrated. They were really great. Boston, new metal band. I think some of their other players went on, some of the other members of the band went on to other bands. Uh, I remember seeing uh, Loco Bazooka with Reveille, and they were really good. So, Lizard King. Uh, yep, we're on YouTube. That's the best place to watch this. You can give us a super thanks or a super chat just for be existing uh, or donate at the end of the show to our friend Sony Ramos's GoFundMe. But um, yeah, Lizard King, this is your time to shine. Uh, I'm really pleased about this. Cult Fest Resurrected, Lizard King Promotions presents Cult Fest. I believe you announced a few new bands, including... Uh, perennial ghost cult favorite boy, boss keloid basically the ken mode of of europe essentially super brutal sludgy band uh pigeon killer band that did a split with conjurer a year ago uh i'm gonna see who we have we kind of just lost our main person in manchester manch vegas but this is going to take place at rebellion where we have covered countless shows in in manch in Manchester, UK. So uh, very excited about this lineup. Dune, Pigeon, Mastiff, who we love, 100-Year-Old Man, Conan, the mighty Conan we've interviewed many times. You can check that out on the channel. Slab Dragger, Sugar Horse, we just reviewed their new EP, Wallowing, Torpor, Gravelines. These are incredible bands, and I, I suspect there might be some more. Not sure, but shout out to you, Lizard King. This is an incredible festival you put on. And I feel like it's dirt cheap. Uh, in, in America, this festival would be like, you know, $150 for a couple of days. Uh, dirt cheap. Yeah. Other pronounced pine. Okay, good enough. <laughs> uh, you can count on me for a few things. Uh, to serve at the pleasure of myself, like Tony Stark, and also to mispronounce band names. So, sorry. Apologies. Just a reminder, New England Metal and Hardcore Fest has announced their dates for 2024, and they are doing a giveaway already of weekend tickets with Nuclear Blast Records, who are likely going to have many bands on that festival. I hope to attend that festival. I think it's taking place on my birthday weekend this coming year, nine months from now. So I am hoping to go, and I think we're going to get a full lineup announcement very soon. A lot of these uh, festivals for the... A lot of these festivals from the fall are going to get announced very soon. Full lineups. All right. Moving along. Uh, Shockwave Turbination Fest is taking place. This, this looks insane. This is in Hong Kong. And uh, features suffocation, fit for an autopsy, gate creeper, Dharma, who's a band from Taiwan that I'm fond of. Great front person there. Uh, used to be a colleague of mine at another website, Mencheng, and probably some other bands. Uh, I don't know the currency exchange, but pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, also, Tough Love Fest. Is, this looks bizarre, but kind of cool. Mesa, Arizona, a place I was just reminiscing about being, has just added Jesus Peace but I think it's not strictly like a hardcore fest. I think it's kind of just like alternative rock rap 
pop music and a couple of hardcore bands. So Jesus Peace go into play with the you know popular bands. But if you need just a get punched in the face and the head festival, just another gig volume five taking place March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd in Tacoma, Washington. This is nuts. Our homies in All Out War, Apex Predator, Big Boy, C4, Chopping Block, Combust, Cosmic Joke, Crawl Space, Destiny Bound, Elimination Squad, End of Days, Field of Flames, Gag, Hold My Own, Ingrown, Killing Time, Land Lost, Last Wishes, Meantime, Misery Whip, Scarab, Slime, Spur, Terror, Twitching Tongues, Witness Chamber, World I Hate, and Zabalba. And that's just not even all of them. That's a punchy, punchy, get punched in the pit show. Hopefully they don't get crowd killed. Also, another festival we're very fond of as we're wrapping up the festival coverage. This is, uh, oh, I'm not advancing this guy. Here we go. Is uh, Bottle Rock Nap is going to drop their full lineup next Monday. They sometimes have like once, once in a while they have, you know, rock and metal bands. So, uh, and it's super fun. I'm always a fan. We might go cover it again someday. Probably not this coming year. All right. That was all the festivals. It was a lot of them. Now for the concerts. We're going to try to blast through this. This is insane. Ceremony is going to play their entire Ronert Park LP for the first time ever and for the last time ever in February in Los Angeles. And uh, joining them is going to be... Uh, Infest, Soul Search, Gouge Away, and Blazing Eye. So my light just went out over here. That's kind of fun. All right. Get a little light in the background here. All right. So yeah, Roner Park by Ceremony, one of the best hardcore records ever. Uh, Biohazard just updated the fans with their full lineup of shows coming up soon. New album or new music coming from Biohazard. Uh, we did the exclusive, you know, we broke the news exclusively with an interview with Billy Bio when they announced the reunion. We will no doubt interview them again when the music is closer to coming out. Super excited. I got to see Biohazard at Megadeth in early October and it was spectacular. And I was really, you know, full of love that night. And also a shout out to Biohazard who's been doing a lot of charity stuff. Uh, they've been supporting Keep a Breast Foundation by auctioning off stage-worn clothes and autographed merch. And, uh, you know, cancer's horrible, and a lot of people are battling against it, as we mentioned at the top of the show. So shout-out and props forever to Biohazard. 69 Eyes just kicked off their brand-new tour of Europe. Very cool stuff for them. We've covered them quite a bit the last few years. They believe they have a new EP out. Avatars announced a tour of Europe, including France. Earn helped promote this because they were like, hey, we're finally getting the tour of France beside Hellfest. So Avatar is taking Earn out with them. Pretty cool. Black Flag Tour has already kicked off. Uh, the current version of Black Flag features former skating star Mike Vallely or Vallely. Uh, yep. Uh, Bloodstock, uh, we love Earn so much. Uh, we cover Bloodstock every year, and we love Earn. I have an interview with Joe Nolly here on the channel at YouTube. It's where usually our interviews show up. But Black Flag's playing like literally down the block from my house tomorrow. I might go. Be a game time decision right this second. I have only one show on the books for this year, 
so far for January. Uh, might need Raquel Figlo is here. Hey, Raquel, did I say? Uh, I hope I said it correctly. You got in my head the last time. You like I pronounced your name funny. Happy New Year, Raquel. Hope you're well. I gave a uh, uh, I tweeted about that uh, Cleopatra Records Madonna tribute album today. Uh oh my God. Justify Your Love by Frontline Assembly. I was so shook. I was not ready. Uh, Cleopatra Records just killing it to start the year with a bunch of stuff they released. I think there's some Danzig stuff out. Very cool. Uh, Mike V was at the Big Apple Comic Con. That's cool. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he was like mobbed by people. Yeah, Ern, I loved it. I've never seen them live. I really absolutely must see them somehow. They're amazing. Surprise, surprise, surprise. A band you might not be into if you like rock and metal, but Green Sky Bluegrass is an incredible band, and they are all like metal. They were saying, like, a good portion of their fan base comes from metalheads that want to check out, like, cool banjo and guitar shit. I got to interview them a couple of years ago at Bottle Rock, and we talked about Slayer and bluegrass music. So, you know, more if you like Brandy Carlisle and the Avid Brothers or Avid Brothers, but Green Sky Bluegrass, I'm a fan. Mastiff, Mastiff is major, man. They're so good. They'll be the next one of those UK bands that's going to really uh, ascend. Uh, we were talking a lot of on the uh, Ghost Cult podcast about how much the UK metal scene has just exploded the last couple of years, and Mastiff is one of those bands. Tesla has announced a huge 2024 tour. Always some drama with those guys and their former members, but Cool to see them still keeping the flame going out. Adam Shreds is here with a Z. Adam Shreds. Always good to see uh, the older bands still kicking it. Uh, we've been talking a lot about this tour. Ruby the Hatchet and the Royal Thunder. I saw Royal Thunder last year. I'm really proud of them. Ruby the Hatchet, great new record. Two killer bands. Uh, this is a flyer from their Philly show, but they're doing a whole tour. So get your tickets now and support that tour. Don't wait for the day of, you know, I know some money's tight and tough, but honestly, if you can buy tickets to advance in advance to any show you're going to go to, you really are helping out the bands. You're really doing a good service. Go Ahead and Die, which is the project of Max Cavalera and his son, Igor Amadeus Cavalera, just announced a humongous headline tour with some killer bands. They just added a new bassist, I think. Uh, they put out a record. They put out a good record this year. Uh, last year. It's already, it's the new year. I don't remember what year it is. Church of the Cosmic Skull, another band I love. We've covered them. And don't they have, they have a side band, right? Um, whose name escapes me, but they're on one of these bills we were talking about. Uh, I can't remember there. Is it uh, Dystopian Future Movies? Is that their side band? Or or Church of the Cosmic Skull is the sky band, side band, but amazing. Amazing. Jordan Rayner is here. See you later next weekend. Going to bed. Thanks for being here, Jordan. Appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. I hear you. it's late all over the world except in California. So, Big Business is doing a quick run of dates in February. So we have the tour flyer here as well as the show that's local to me that I'm going to go to. Yep, sideband. Thank you. Uh, Big Business always fun. Their last album was Crushing. You know, uh, Cody Willis, their drummer, is officially the new drummer of High on Fire, who has a new record coming out and probably a lot of touring about to get announced. 
So I'm glad Big Business has time to get a tour in there. Raccoon Spoon, you have a cool name. Uh, anywho, we mentioned Dirty Honey at the top of the show. We just shared our interview with them. This is their Can't Find the Breaks European and UK tour. I, these guys are the real deal, and they are going to be humongous. Ruination Festival in the UK in May. Nice. Yeah, Dirty Honey is the real deal. Um, I love the rock and roll, and there's still a lot of great rock and roll bands out there doing the thing. This is Absolva, another band from the UK. Uh, you probably know them best as the backing band for Blaze Bailey, but Absolva has put out a fantastic record recently. They're doing a huge run of tour dates in Europe and the UK. Um, so, yeah. Good times. Also, also Coliseum is going to play a one-off show on 420 at a record store in Louisville. OMG. So cool to see bands doing out-of-the-box things. Uh, what am I doing over Christmas weekend? Oh, New Year's weekend. Well, we what I didn't do much. I uh laid low because I don't do big holiday things except Halloween. I'm not into it. I just chilled. And, uh, yep, thanks for asking, though. I appreciate you. This is really cool. There's a brewery in Massachusetts that's now doing metal shows. So uh, this is just this is just fun. I just think it's fun. I just think it's fun. I want every brewery to put on shows now. Uh, this, is, this is presented by the Dregs Swamphead Pine Box Blues record release show with special guest Bone Church from Connecticut, Sun Drifter, Earth Lore, ten dollars at Widowmaker Brewery in Braintree, Mass. I used to live right down the road from this place. Maybe like ten minutes. Very fun. Very fun. This is awesome. Uh, Machine Head put out a new video today. They're about to kick off their Slaughter the Martyr tour or Slaughter the Bar tour with Fear Factory and Orbit Culture, one of the best tours to kick the year off here in the U.S. I am going. That's my so far only show planned, unless I go to Black, uh, Black Flag tomorrow. But they did a sock puppet video as a teaser, and it's awesome. And the sock puppets look exactly like the band. So very excited for this Machine Head tour. Of Kingdom and Crown was the number one Ghost Cult album for 2022. Just in case you didn't know. And Fear Factory, we're going to get a new Fear Factory record this year. And Orbit Culture is already writing a new record after their EP. Um, all right, Ken. Thanks for being here. Piercing Ken of Piercing Metal NYC. Happy New Year and see you soon. Hex Automata is here also on Instagram. Great name. All the cool names. I want a cool. I want a cooler name. All right. Thanks, Lizard King. Good to see you. Appreciate it. We appreciate everybody. All right. That's all the festivals and tours. Ugh. That took a long time. Let's blast through the rest of this. Cheers and good night, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for your help. Thanks for your questions. Uh, the, the news that broke the internet yesterday. Rage Against the Machine hanging it up again. They are done, disbanded, broken up. At least never going to tour again. Never going to reunite for a show, according to Brad Wilk. Um, just to me, this is devastating. I didn't get to see this recent reunion. Obviously, I've seen them a bunch. Karma Coyote is here. 
I want to send Karma Chameleon, but I'm not. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, broken up. Um, I had a feeling when they went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and no one else showed up but Tom Morello, there was problems. You know, Zach De La Roca's Achilles injury that wiped him out for a whole, all of 2023 was devastating. They talked about like affecting him for the rest of his life. Uh, you know, Tom Morello has other bands. Timmy C's had some health problems. Brad has other bands he can be in. Tom can be in other bands. So, you know, Bruce Springsteen, Sweet uh, Street Sweeper Social Club. So, the Night Watchmen. I'm just very sad about the end of this band. I There might be a live album. Hopefully, they recorded some of those shows they did in 2022. But, uh, yeah, I'm bummed. I'm bummed I didn't get to see them. I know, I know. I don't think Americans know about this. There's been a thing at Christmas every year to keep Mariah Carey out of like the top spot on the Christmas charts. There's always like a uh, fans deluge BBC One radio, I think, and like make sure that like a Rage Against the Machine song gets the number one on the charts instead of terrible Mariah Carey or a horrible. I love Sir Paul McCartney and I love I love me some late era Beatles, but I do not love Wings. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The worst song ever, maybe, in history, in human recorded history. Shajephus is here. What's up, Shajephus? Good to see you. Or Shajephus. Thanks to everybody that's watching. I appreciate you. Once again, this is our Rock and Metal News Show. We ran down all the festivals and tours and one-off shows. Now we're just the biggest metal stories of the week, as far as we know. Uh, I think I missed one, speaking of New Year's. Uh, Green Day, who has been a political punk rock band since their very beginning, went on New Year's Rock and Eve that I didn't even know people still watch the ball drop on TV, but I guess they do. And uh, they changed the words to American Idiot to I'm not part of the MAGA agenda. And they put up a sign that said, fuck Ted Cruz on national television or whatever on their screens. And people were fucking mad. It's like, have you paid attention to Green Day? It's the same people who like, I didn't realize Rage Against the Machine were uh, communists or leftists. Like, word? You didn't know? Wake up. Everybody. Uh, not just a clever song title pun there for me about uh, Rage. But uh, yeah, Green Day. Whatever. Yeah, you get mad at Green Day. You guys are ridiculous. Get bent. Um, and then this story. This broke my brain and makes me feel sad. Uh, Joey Jordison's estate is suing Slipknot. Slipknot has had nothing but bad press and bad news for weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm sure they just want a quiet couple of butts off. Uh, you know, they uh, Craig Jones retired from the band earlier this year. I don't even think people realize that. They kicked out Jay Weinberg at that, like, literally two days after the last show they played for the year in 2023. Kicked him out of the band with no notice. He didn't find out till he saw it on social media, which is a terrible way to get fired, by the way. And now Joey Jordison's estate is suing Slipknot. They, he, they're claiming that the band profited off of his death, used his death as a promotional tool to promote the end so far that they knew wasn't going to do well. They have kept some of Joey's belongings. Slipknot is countersued, trying to dismiss the suit. Ugh, sad. Um, we'll find out what happens with this as we go forward. Now, I will tell you that Clown has floated the idea that, like, since no one could really replace Joey and they're going to go out in 2024 and play the debut Slipknot album in its entirety for that album's 25th anniversary, 
he's floated the idea that maybe they're not even going to have a real drummer. They're going to have like recorded drums. It's a terrible idea, especially for a band that plays giant arenas and festivals and outdoor venues. You cannot have drums on tape. That's a bad idea. Just ask Motley Crue. Please don't do this. Hire a drummer and, you know, find a way to pay tribute to Joey some other way. Don't do this. James Hetfield. I've never seen James Hetfield's balls, but they must be enormous. He said in a new on the new episode of the Metallica podcast that he is still excited by the danger of Pyro being a big part of Metallica's show. I saw Metallica three times last year on the M72 tour, and they had pretty good Pyro for songs like One and obviously Fuel Always and Fade to Black. And uh, James James went deep on the whole podcast episode was about Pyro. So the host talked to the Metallica Pyro team. And James said, talked, uh, you know, his recent book, Guitar Messengers, has a whole chapter on that guitar. That double neck he was playing the night he was set on fire accidentally 21 year, uh, 31 years ago coming up. So uh, he's got brass ones, man. I would be terrified to still let the fire go on. And uh, he said it was for a reason, and he's not mad at the pyro person or himself or that guitar or anything. Uh, pretty scary stuff. He also said that Kurt is uh, is frequently like the subject of a bunch of near misses of pyro. It's pretty scary. All right, moving along. Ghost, for you lovers and haters of the band Ghost, Ghost is plotting a lot of huge things for 20. 24, a lot of bands put out a social media post touting the year to come, and Ghost is one of them. They're working on new music, probably not till later in the year, unless it's a single or they did a, you know, usually Ghost full album covers EP, full album covers EP. They just did the covers EP. There is a Ghost concert movie at Plus, we'll call it, that was recorded when they did the Kia Forum show. And uh, that's supposed to be announced at some point soon. So stay tuned. If you love Ghost, if you hate Ghost, continue ignoring them. All right. I was at one of the very first Ghost shows in America ever, by the way, in 2010 at the Middle East in Boston. This is Grand Funk Railroad. And at the uh, far left-hand side of the photo is Bruce Kulick. You know him. He used to be in Kiss in the 90s. Before that... A bunch of other bands. He has stepped down from the band after 23 years. This is a big story on our site this week. Um, if you maybe came here for that story, cool. He decided that their tour schedule is too heavy and he doesn't want to fly back and forth across the country anymore and doesn't want to be in the band. Maybe he's going to make some solo records. Maybe it means his band with John Karabi Union can come back. He also has toyed with the idea of writing a novel. I think that would be kind of fun. He would probably have a lot of good stories from his career. We'll see what Grand Funk does. Bruce has been like the glue of that band for the last two decades. So we'll see what they do. They do the casino circuits, basically, and they get a lot of money for it. So someone will someone will step in there and... Uh, Someone will step in there and get their thing. Get them going. All right. This is a terrible story. <laughs> this is a this is just an unbelievable story. Uh, this is Todd Lengel 
who was formerly the saxophonist and a songwriter with Mr. Bungle from their founding demo, The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo in 1986 till 1996 when he was dismissed from the band. He was, we brought this story up a couple of weeks ago. He was a person of interest in the disappearance of his girlfriend, Alice. He had fled California, where he lives in my area, the Bay Area. And he had fled apparently to Portland, but he was arrested this week in connection with his girlfriend's murder in Santa Cruz, which is right back down here, a little south of San Francisco. Terrible story. Uh, I hate to report on these stories even, but what a wild, crazy story. And, you know, there's a lot of trolley type people who are like, the band has not even been in touch with this guy since 1996. They first came back three years ago. They've had nothing to do with him. He was not invited to come back. So they have nothing to do with this guy, but just he's famous because he used to be a Mr. Bungle. TMZ reported on the story. Somebody lost their life. I'm very sad about this. We're not trying to glamorize this guy, but it's notable. Vitriol is an awesome progressive death metal band, technical brutal death metal band. I think they used to be based in Boston. They're now based in Portland, Oregon. They dropped a new single and a playthrough video. That's their third single for their upcoming new album on Century Media Records. Look at this crazy artwork. It's insane. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. A lot of new records got announced. A lot of new singles are dropping. This is a pretty surprising story. We talked about Aborted at the top of the show. Stefano, uh, who's also been a bassist for Hideous Divinity and Ghouls, a bunch of European death metal bands, he has stepped down from Aborted today. Happy birthday, Sven Show. <laughs> you lost your bass player. But uh, Stefano is getting his PhD. And so he's quitting the music business so he can get his PhD. Thy will be done is here. What is up? Thy will be done. Waiting for new music from y'all. Love y'all. Much love and respect to y'all. Hope you're okay and good. Uh, so Stefano is going to go be Dr. Stefano and uh, aborted who has a huge tour coming up in Europe with Carnifex has got to get a new bass player. But basically they had the same lineup more or less since Stefano had been in the band since 2016. I think the newest member of their band has been there since 2018. So, you know, when a person leaves after five or six years, it can, you know, upend a band a little bit. But aborted, as long as they have Sven, they are a razor. No pun intended. They will always be and exist, probably. All right. Uh, just a reminder, Epic Hack Recordings, the home of Mr. Bungle, Melvin's, Spotlights, all the Mike Patton projects, a bunch of other killer bands, the Bobby Lees, Mr. Files. They are celebrating 25 years this year. There's going to be some special releases, some re-releases, some reissues on vinyl, as well as new albums from Ipecac artists. I'm sure Melvin's are one of them because they put out a new record every year. Thy Goth Shay 2 is here. Hi, Thy Goth Shay 2 All righty. Uh, Master. One of the founding bands in death metal uh, has a new album coming out and they dropped the new single and they dropped the new merch store spec metal for Paul Speckman. I was just looking at it. They got a lot of killer shirt designs, a whole array of merch. If you love the band merch and you want to rep an old school death metal band and be cool and support a band before their thing comes out, pre-order their new album, buy a new shirt, buy a hat, buy a thing. Master. Killer band. I'm looking forward to this one quite a lot. 
Uh, I went to this last night. This is Crock of Gold. This is a documentary from three years ago about Shane McGowan of the Pogues. He died right before the end of the year, right around Christmas. He's right around his birthday on Christmas Day. And uh, this documentary is heartbreaking, but also funny as hell. I missed it the first time around because of the pandemic. I went, they showed it in the, my local indie movie theater, the oldest movie theater in uh, the West Coast, I think maybe even North America, 110 years old. The Roxy Theater, Art Deco, kind of cool theater here in the Bay Area, about 10 blocks from my house in the Mission District. And uh, I watched this last night with a whole packed crowd. Everybody was kind of, it was kind of like an Irish wake. Everybody was drinking. Everybody was talking back to the movie. It was fun. Normally I get annoyed at such things, but uh, this this had a lot of spirit. It was very sad to see Shane kind of in disrepair, but dude... I mean, if you took a drink every time he took a drink in this movie, you would have had a lot of drinks. Um, like he had like 30 different drinks in the course of the documentary, obviously filmed over a long period of time. So Pogues, great band. I was a huge fan in high school. Uh, this is amazing. This is, uh, this is the keyboard player and Asok, one of the guitar players of Cradle of Filth, who are now engaged to be married. So that's cute and a nice little New Year story. I know Christmas and New Year's like a lot of engagement vibes. Um, yeah, Zoe Marie Federoff is the keyboard player. Uh, you know, being a keyboardist in Cradle of Filth is kind of like being the drummer in Spinal Tap. They go through a lot of them, but uh, Zoe Marie is great. And uh, Marek, Ashok, super proud, you know, happy for them. Congratulations. They were not together when she joined the band. They hooked, you know, became a couple and now are getting married. So I think that's cute. That's cute. And sometimes it works out. Here's Evanescence, who just does Amy Lee. She just dropped a new, their band dropped a new music video for the song Yeah Right. Uh, this awesome photo is by. Isabel, whose category uh, of Originate Designs, who shoots for Ghost Cult out of Arizona, sometimes California, sometimes goes to, uh, we covered a festival in Chicago together. She covered a thing in Texas once that I don't think happened because of like a lightning storm. But yeah, this is a cool picture of Amy and Evanescence continues to, I'm sure they're going to keep touring. They've been, they did a lot of co-headline tours with uh, Within Temptation the last year. And we hit the hour mark, so I'm going to try to bang through the rest of this pretty quickly. Uh, Ginger dropped the full performance video from their Rock M Ring performance this year. Ginger has a new album coming out. It's already recorded, so we're going to hear about that very soon coming out on Napalm Records. They're pretty much the biggest band on Napalm Records now. So very excited for some new Ginger music. Also, also, this is Charlotte Wessels. You know her. She was formerly the lead singer of Delane, the symphonic metal band. She split from the band and went solo. During the pandemic, she launched the Patreon. That has led to two albums and countless collabs and covers online and or Patreon, whatever you want to say. And now she's relaunched her Patreon for 2024, and she's going to record a brand new album maybe reinterpret and re-record all these songs one more time and then go on tour, which she's only done like one show in the last three or four years since she left Elaine. So she wants to do a full-on tour. And I think that's really exciting. And she's so killer. We had an interview with her last year also. So she was great. 
Really great person. Here is Sabaton for all you power metal fans. Sabaton is also celebrating 25 years as a band in 2024, and they're going to do a celebration all year long. They're working on new music. They have a lot of tours, including they're the opening support band for Judas Priest on their upcoming headline tour. But also every month, Sabaton is going to do a live stream chat and hangout where they do a live stream playthrough of one of their older records and talk to the fans and probably have merch drops and all kinds of cool things. So that's a lot of fun if you're a big Sabaton fan. Uh, this story is, uh, I don't like any, any part of this. This is Roman Candle from Las Vegas, a hardcore band. They have given the boot to their bassist, Nico, over some DV domestic assault charges that had come to light. Uh, the lead singer, Piper, made a social media post discussing it. They made a donation to the National DV Hotline network which is a thing we've donated to in the past too we hate to hear about this stuff but that band has been kind of uh getting the glow up of late hopefully this does not derail their success uh you know no place in this society for this kind of behavior toward people uh just once again i love this photo of amigo the devil dressed as medieval People, uh, Migo today posted on social media, his next single, The Mechanic, is coming soon. I think it's either going to be tomorrow or next week. Uh, his new record, Cannibal Within, is coming out in March on his own label, Liars Club. Big Amigo the Devil fan. We'll probably interview him yet again. Also, also, Corpaclani has announced a new album. Uh, and, you know, fantastic band. New album. Huge world tours in the books. Um, I can't, I'm gonna butcher this. So they're finished, right? And this is Ran Kamarum Mupu. Holy shit, that's terrible. I should have prepared for that. I'm deeply sorry if anyone here is from Finland and I've offended you. But uh, Corporate Klani, really consistent, great band. They always have a lot of fun, kind of folk metal, but also, you know, they can bring it live they're a really fun band i've i've enjoyed them i photographed them once they're really cool we're almost to the end of the show here folks uh this is i don't know if you guys are familiar with thunderflix we talked about them in the past thunderflix is a tv service they are an app but also a channel a website you can go to to watch video content that basically like a youtube just for metal so they release their top 10 movies on the channel for 2023 and i've seen most of these Murder in the Front Row, great documentary about Thrash. Death, the essential documentary on the life of Chuck Schuldiner and the band Death. Slipknot, Day of the Day of the Gasano, which is their live concert from Mexico. Megadeth, that one night in Argentina. Black Sabbath, the end. Power Wolf, I haven't seen. God bless Ozzy Osbourne, I definitely have seen, and that's when I interviewed Ozzy, so I will never forget it. The exclusive metal and horror documentary that Thunderflix made, I have not seen that yet. Epica Omega Alive. I've only seen clips of it, but it looks really cool. And Opeth, the Roundhouse Tapes. I own it. And uh, Opeth's going to come up in a second. Hank Sangria is here. What up, Hank? Good to see you. It's been a minute. I hope you're well. Excited to see you here. You've turned in to the tail end of our show. Just a few more minutes left to our Rock and Metal News live stream. This is awesome. Somebody commented on one of our posts about hate breed, and they called it accidentally typed hate bread. I'm not making fun. But I said, Hate Bread is the cover band that 2024 needs to give us. Because I want bread-themed 
hate bread as a cover band of hate breed songs with like bread lyrics, lyrics about breads and pizzas and baguettes and croissants and things. Let's make this happen. And I think I, I tweeted out like, now is the time for my dough to rise. You know, you know, it, it writes itself. These songs write themselves. And I think Jamie would even be down. He'd be down with it. I want this to happen. Hate bread. Let's make it happen. Rye will be heard. Exactly. You already know. You already know. You already know. I, I saw Jamie the very first time in like 1997, literally get dropped off in his mom's Pinto or something to a show. And when he grabbed the mic, he sounded like Mickey Mouse. But when he started to scream, he sounded like a demon. Uh, and he has been one of the most, even if you don't like hate breeds music, he has been essential to the growth of American metal. This generation of American metal bands, metalcore, modern metal, whatever you want to call it, Lamb of God, Kill Switch Engage, Thy Will Be Done, Unearth, Darkest Hour, uh, even other bands that are softer and not as good as those bands. He has helped literally book thousands of shows, his own band bringing back Milwaukee Metal Fest and doing it legit. Shout out to Jamie. But hey, Bread, I really need this in my life. All right. And now it's time for the mailbag. Let's do this. Last thing in the show. I bring something out for my mail. I, yeah. Yep. Uh, Thunderflex, 666 on the app for a monthly subscription. Uh, very clever. I'm sure that translates to a little higher... Uh, with the uh, exchange rate to the UK. But speaking of Opeth, I got a cool thing in my mailbag. I still don't have my other camera angle hooked up. I did actually unbox this on the Glacially Musical podcast this way. This is one of my favorite records of all time, Opeth's EP, Damnation. I listen to this multiple times per week, every week. This was like the number one on my Spotify wrapped for the year. Uh, so much so that I think I have to separate my personal account from my ghost cult Spotify now because like Opeth like took over the ghost cult Spotify, but I have the brand new reissue of this here. So I wanted to share this with you all. Cause I think it's hella cool. So uh, I've never owned this on vinyl. I'll, I'll put it here. So the phone folks can see it. And also here, I never owned this on vinyl. So it's super cool. It came in this nice sturdy uh, sleeve. It has lyrics. In an insert uh, with this cool photo of the band. I think this was in the original CD that I had also. And then check out this vinyl. This is on the cool milky white vinyl. It's got a little dusty here from my, my bed behind me. But uh, very cool on the Music for Nations label. Uh, you know, uh, Opeth is also working on a new album for 2024, and I believe they are signed to Atomic Fire Records, owned by the former co-founders of Nuclear Blast. So very cool. I need to clean that record before I play it. I want to ruin my record player. And with that, that is the show, folks. Uh, and, uh, thank you to my uh, co-owner of Ghost Cult and producer, Omar Cordy. For this new graphic, we're going to try to bring the fun into these graphics this year. So you get a fun picture of me with my uh, very fun pink microphone here. Kobe Marcel has joined right at the end of the show. Thanks for being here. Um, appreciate all of you. Uh, Happy New Year. 
Please be safe out there and be safe. Take care of yourself so you can enjoy some metal and support your metal bands and make your metal bands and be successful and happy, whatever you do. It's tough out there. And as we say every week at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the world. So take care of yourselves, take care of each other and stay as metal as humanly possible. We'll see you next time. Peace out.